Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and on the podcast this week, we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. And we've got Adam Price. Hello. Uh, on the podcast this week, um, we're going to talk about the game against Rotherham, preview Forest, and the bit that everybody wants to listen to, Twitter Corner at the end. So we you need can, a jingle. We do need a jingle. There must be somebody out there with musical talent who can just quickly throw out a 10-second jingle for Twitter Corner. Must be someone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This must be someone. Someone, someone's got the time and resources. Some of you, some, one of you out there must have some artistic talent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of which we have none. So. Even if you get a keyboard and you just play one of the free settings <laughs> and just sing over it, we'll we'll take it. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I did on Rock Band this weekend. Um, okay, we'll go to news firstly, and uh, Courtney Halls. In a bit of trouble, isn't he? After Snapchatting uh, pictures which appeared to be of the new kit for when the kit launches uh, soon. Now, it wasn't the clearest of photos. The home kit seemed quite similar to this season's. But the one thing we all did see, gentlemen, is that the away kit could be green. It was quite a luminous block, I've, wasn't it? I've a green a away kit. I've got a theory on this. Okay. I think it's going to be white. And I'm hoping, because... God forbid we actually have a lime green away kit. I think it's for the lighting on it, and because it was taken up the, uh, the one of the Astro pitches, I think they have yeah. uh, probably not down but down Compton, not Aldersley. So I'm hoping that through some means of flashes and lighting, yeah. it's making it look green. Just because we always we, as far as I can see back, we always have. Black, white, blue, away kits. Yeah, um, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's luminous, so Wolves players can see their teammates better and in the winter season and improve yeah. their passing in the winter season. Well, I mean, we don't really and have to, games. Yeah, we don't really have to wear our away kit too often, do we? No, we've got yeah. that type of, type of home colour where we rarely yeah. wear it. You can tell when we play teams and we're just wearing it because we've got to we try and make sure we say to people we've got an away kit. Contractually yeah. obliged to yeah. say wear at least yeah. once a season, please. Yeah. You know, because it's usually against Hull who might go enough, or Watford. Watford, Blackpool. Yeah. The usual bunch. Yeah. So potentially none of those could be in our league <laughs> next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it is a green kit, though, gentlemen, uh, would you welcome that colour? Uh, I mean, we have a goalkeeper. You know, goalkeeper tops are traditionally that colour, so we're kind of used to seeing it, but will it be odd seeing someone like Courtney Hawes or Jack Price in what is essentially a goalkeeping top? Yeah. You know, especially some sort of small players. So Jack Price, will we get mistaken that he's a goalkeeper? I don't know if it's this season's kit, but Man City had a, a, a very luminous green kit recently. Yeah, they didn't they, they do. Is that kit. their? I think that's like their Champions League away yeah. kit or something, isn't it? To be in that position where you have yeah. a Champions League away kit. <laughs> just, well, just one in case. Day, we will have the third kit. Or the third, yeah. Third kit will this be our third kit? Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't mind. As long as it's not as luminous as it appears on that. As it's a poor quality photo. Yeah. Courtney Horse needs to get a better phone, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's got a new iPhone. Yeah, he or needs to invest in a Nokia 920. They've got a 20 megapixel camera. Well, the smartphones are available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Courtney Hall's um, learnt a valuable social media lesson there of don't Snapchat obvious things because there will be someone who's going to screenshot it. Another bit of news, it's not really news, it's just a bit of a, a bugbear I need to raise. Um, here well, we, we go. This time, Adam. <laughs> not really grind my rant, gears. Rant corner there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was in the news this week that uh, Kenny Jacket, uh, Pat Mountain, and Rob Edwards were at the Warsaw Shrewsbury game midweek, which I believe Warsaw won. I think they won two one. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. Everybody was speculating 
Who were Wolves following here? Who are they tracking? Is it Tom Bradshaw? It's a couple of players from Shrewsbury, I think mm-hmm. they mentioned. There's even a piece in the Express and Star. I have a theory. They were there just to watch a football game. Ooh, that's I know it point. sounds quite outlandish. You're out there, Dave. Man. I know. You're out there, man. <laughs> I know people might be like, <laughs> we are through the looking glass. <laughs> I know people might, people might be like, oh no, that's ridiculous. Of course they were there to watch someone. But how about if they were actually there just to watch a football match because it happened locally? It's a, it's a lads' night out sort of thing. Yeah. Like, let's, let's go on, lads. Let's get together, have a beer. Yeah. Let's go and watch Warsaw. Surely, in the realms of possibility, <laughs> it's quite feasible. They they were all like, well, let's just go watch a football match. Yeah. I did see today that Harry even ran like a full full on poll on the Express and Star. Who was it they're watching? And it's like it's a slow news week or something. Yeah. Bradshaw, <laughs> Kai Kai, uh, the others. I don't even know who else was there. That could have Kai been Kai is actually a player. Yeah, I haven't got just made that up. Can we have the, can we have the chant of Kai Kai Hush Hush I do <laughs> Kai Cock Kai Score a goal from you know, like that. You know, talk, you know we're talking about needing a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look no further. Create yeah. a flair, are they? I'm, I'm I'm not prepared. <laughs> the position is filled. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was just my little uh, little mini rant. Well, I, I, I just don't know. I'm yeah, sure they were probably worse scouting, but there's a point with it. Just yeah. thought maybe they just turned up and thought, let's just have a bit if, of a break from Wolves for a second. Let's just watch a football match. Mount, if Pat Mountain's there, sure. Are we watching a keeper? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that would be the logical step. Um, it, it would be logical because we will be minus one, won't we? Come yeah. summer. Mm-hmm. Martin is clearly going to stay. So and McCary's out of contract as well. Contracts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that. Yeah. We also do need. Well. A striker and many others in midfield, but yeah, I guess we're just writing the column inches here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, I, think, I think it's a bit of both to be honest. Mm. I think there's no midweek Wolves games on, I get to watch some decent level of yeah. uh, football near them, so no one can sort of accuse them of saying, Oh, you've gone halfway across the country or halfway you know around the world to watch a football game play, why aren't you doing it? Locally, um, it's probably what they do, isn't it? It's football yeah. as, as the backroom staff, they just go out and watch football games. So, just, yeah, 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 who do you say when? Chess on um, uh, Jacket, Jacket Mountain, and Pat, and Pat. Yeah, you'd be questioning why someone like Kevin Furwell isn't going in my eyes, or one of could the, have been there, or the scouts. Yeah, it seems yeah. like I mean, it's probably just they've picked up on those players, yeah. Um, but and I think also Wolves have quite strong working relationships with both of those clubs because we always play in friendlies. Mm. So they might actually just have some free tickets. You know. oh. the if anyone wants to get, if anyone wants to give us free tickets, we will gladly take them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, corporate or just well placed. You know, or corporate. Yeah, or corporate. We want free brews. Yeah, me, me and Dave had a great time at uh, Derby. Yeah, you know, it was a, very, a liquid lunch. I think <laughs> yeah, I call it. Yeah, a liquid lunch. We, we assumed lunch would be provided. It wasn't, so we had beer instead. Yeah. <laughs> what you want. Uh, so there's that bit. You can't now start voting for your Wolves Fancast play of the season. It's the sixth uh, time we've done this award now. Uh, the nominees this year are Dave Edwards, Matt Doherty, Jack Price and James Henry. Uh, if you go to our Twitter and Facebook feeds and Instagram, the link there is uh, is there for you to, to vote on and we'll close it in a few days' time. Gentlemen, have you placed your vote for the official one also? Mike Williamson. Good, good. Solid, <laughs> solid, solid vote. He hasn't done it. He literally he's, hasn't done anything wrong. He's very on top of their game yeah. since he's been here. He's actually had quite a good um, time at the Wolves, really, on the pitch. I did see, apparently, uh, I did see, reading it today, that um, Afobi's not on the list. 
for the official yeah. one, but other ones aren't here. You can't well, still pre- I think Van der Parra might still be yeah. on the list. Van der is on there, yeah. 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 Apparently in previous years they have had players who have left the club um, on the Player of the Year nomination, but this year they just, they just cut it out completely. I think they have to make five appearances, don't they? Currently be at the club in some capacity. So I could yeah. still vote for Mike Williamson, couldn't I? Yeah. Because that's five, five he, appearances. He, has he, he not? hits five. Is it? I don't think he even hits five, five does I it? think he hit five on Williamson. I'm sure he did. <laughs> we it, don't know. I think it's a bit embarrassing, but <laughs> I think it just speaks volumes, doesn't it? That did he get five appearances? Did he get five out of him? Even if he's got six, it's... Uh, you know, it's it feels like four. Yeah. Um, who will you uh, Will you be voting for, Winston Adam? No, or I won't who, who will you be voting for? For both official and fancast, of course. Because fancast is the Ballon d'Or of Warsaw Wars, of course. It's the one award that all the players seek out in their career. I, throughout most of the season, I was... Uh, my vote was going to Matt Doherty mm-hmm. this season. But I do think Jack Price is coming up on the rails for me to, to take that away from, from Doherty. I think Doherty's been quite dependent this year, mm. dependable this year. Uh, he's been much improved, he, despite playing in left, mm. left back. Um, but um, that lovable little scam, Jack Price, is, is, is making me sway my mind. So uh, it's, for me, it's a toss between those two, for both okay. fan cast and official. Rich, what are you going for? Similar views. I mean, I've never been a massive fan of Doherty. Um, I think he's had quite a few flaws in his game, especially sort of last season and the start of this season, to be fair. Um, you know, especially sort of tracking back and can kind of switch off. But since the turn of the year, he's been our best player. Mm. And as you said, he's really kind of stepped up into a position of dependability and leadership, I guess, in the team. So, you know, there's that point where he kind of set like three goals in a row and scored twice. Um, you know, you don't expect that coming from a left back who's a right back. Mm. Um, Jack Price again, similar. Um, I mean, but I, I really like Jack Price. I can kind. Of, I think he plays very well at home, mm-hmm. but from what I hear, he's not always great playing away, and he works hard and he's a fan favourite. And I think that can sometimes overshadow mm. some performances. And again, he's got quite a lot of limitations to his mm. game as well. And it's it's easy to forget them, but at the same time, he's dragged us, you yeah. know, up when we've needed it. I think he's going to win it if he does on momentum alone, just yeah. fan love, because he's technically the only player now in the squad that nobody can hate. Yeah, there's so many players in that team that either you you're massively on, you one know. way. Or he's just completely hate. And I think he's one of the only players now where you're just like, oh, Jack Price is one of our own. Yeah. Oh, I love him. But I think he'll win it just on momentum alone if he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a shame someone like James Henry has had a massive dip in form mm. in the last sort of six months because he started the season so well. Um, but again, he kind of hasn't kicked on in the second half yeah. of the season. Edwards, he's just been steady Eddie. Yeah. Like, pardon the. Name pun. Um, you know, I think we're a different team with him in it. And, you know, you, you with Edwards, you always see what he brings to the team when you take him mm. out of it. And, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence we're playing really bad when he wasn't in the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've, I've gone for Jack Price for oh, both. Yes. 
just because he embraced Wolves Rumble and Wolf Mania. Is so this because you all do an interview with him? Not at <laughs> all. But if Jack is willing to do an interview with him, we would welcome him with open arms. Uh, so you can vote for Wolves Fancast Pro this season um, and go check out our Facebook and Twitter links for uh, the vote. Um, there is the obviously the um, the curse of the Fancast um, Ooh, winners. Yeah. So that, um, obviously, whoever wins it just leaves some time shortly afterwards. Yeah. But by my mild calculations with previous winners, this year's winner won't leave for another two years. So be okay. rest assured that this one's staying around Can for a couple of years. Can you show your workings out on that? Because um, okay. Stearman left about so, six weeks later. First one was Jarvis. He left the summer after he won it. Okay, so we've got a year, yeah. So uh, the next one was Fletcher, who left that summer, literally that summer. Suddenly for summer. The next one was Sacco, who left two seasons afterwards. Okay. Two summers afterwards. The one after that was Goldborn, who left 18 months afterwards. The one after that was Stearman, who left that summer. So by my calculations, it would be two years. Ah, okay. So price is staying for a couple of years, yeah, everyone. Fine. Don't Tied, worry. Tied down on contract. <laughs> yeah. uh, final bit of news before we get to Rotherham. I uh, just want to say a big thank you to our long-time listener all the way from Washington, D.C., Steve Koenig, uh, for meeting up with some of us at the weekend. He came with his girlfriend, Laura, to his third game at Molyneux. And I feel really bad for Steve because... Um, three games now at Molyneux <laughs> hasn't seen Wolves not only win but score a goal he oh, turned up at the worst time really didn't he yeah. <laughs> to, to try and get a Wolves goal we want to get uh, uh, next next time you come over Steve we need to get a hashtag ready for you aren't we pray yeah. for Steve score for Steve score for yeah, Steve score, score for Steve, Steve. Yeah. which some people might take in a different way <laughs> That's for the marketeers to figure out. But it was great to meet up with Steve and Laura at the weekend. And uh, I know that um, some of us went for drinks, some of us stayed out a bit longer afterwards, Adam. Some of us might have done, yes. With uh, Roy and Stu, a bit of of curry, a bit of tour all Hampton pubs. A bit of lovely curry action, very nice it was too. What was your choice of curry? Do you know what? It was something off the special board. I can't even remember what it was. (laughs) It just sounded nice and it just said it had chops of egg on top of it. And I thought, oh God, Mm. I'll go for that. Really? Do you know oh, what? Not keen. Not no, keen. It was, no. But do you know what? It was nice. I can't. Yeah. Whatever it was, at the curry house we went to. Rice lovely. chips, none. Did you go for a combo? Uh, yeah, PLA rice as standard. 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 As standard. In fact, I don't think any. I don't think any of us had a nan. <gasps> what? What about Papa Dom's? Oh yeah, a standard. That goes with saying. I was going to say. I went to a few years ago. I went to a curry house in uh, in Wolverhampton. I won't name which one. Uh, but me and mates asked for um, a cheese nan to share. It's like, great cheese nan. We got it, teared it open. I kid you not, it was literally dairy slices melted ah. inside oh. the nan. We were disappointed. So it definitely wasn't the bee lash then that you went to? No. <laughs> I think the bee lash has got a higher standard of cheese nans. <laughs> On Saturday, Wolves made it four consecutive goalless draws at Molyneux to make us feel even happier about what's going on down uh, at the Golden Palace at the moment. Uh, but gentlemen, you could say that with some of the chances that Wolves had, it was the first time in quite a while that you felt that Wolves could have actually not only got the got a goal, but won the game. Wallace had a shot offside off the line. Uh, Mason had two one-on-ones. Dislandes was very unlucky yeah, to not to uh, score a couple of headers. Was it the first time in a while that Wolves could have scored? Was it a bit of a better played by Wolves compared to other home games. I think we need to start by saying how dreadful Rotherham are as a team. Yeah. Don't know. I think when you're playing six foot four Greg Halford as a defensive midfielder, you know what they're gonna be up to. Um they didn't offer anything really yeah. for me, but uh, we yeah, had we Kimi had, made a couple of good saves as well, didn't they? Yeah, Kimi, 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 Kimi did 
did what he needed to when called upon, to be fair. Um, yeah, we actually created some chances, especially second half. We looked like we were opening him up a bit more. Um, I thought Wallace coming on really gave us the impetus we needed. Um, I thought for the majority of the game, we were so narrow. It was relentless. I felt sorry for Bright, who was stuck up, stuck out on the right and tried to keep his position, but didn't really know what he was doing because he was playing in an orthodox position. Henry was supposed to be on the left, but offered no width. Um, and I thought Mason... If... Uh, I don't know. He's not going to get his 20 goals a season, no. I don't think. So the question is, That's why are we playing well. him up front by himself when mm-hmm. he clearly looks like he needs someone up front with him? Um, I, said, I said after that ch- that chance that he missed, so I mm. think it was Henry who played him through. Yeah, yeah and he was one-on-one on one on his one left. One-on-one, yeah. he missed it. I, just, uh, I said at that time, I, I can't ever see Mason being a prolific striker for yeah. us. I just can't. He, he's, he hasn't got that track record anyway, yeah. being prolific, and I can't see that changing with us, certainly at the moment with their yeah. non-creative I mean, midfield. When he came in... I kind of not imagined him as a number ten, but mm. he was a bit more of a creator. I mean, he's not really had an opportunity to be around anyone to create anything in the first yeah. place. But so, a little, that, that chance, especially on his left foot, it the goalkeeper was so slow off his line. He had a lot of that goal to aim for, and he should have done better. Mm. Um, I think like a few a few weeks ago when this game was coming up, we all thought this was a it would, would have been a big game for Rotherham because yeah. mm. Warnock's done such a good job yeah. since he's gone there. They were they were already home and hosed by the time, so he could afford to just yeah. play this one out. There yeah. wasn't any pressure on him to do, to do anything. No. Um, but yeah, we had he also had the Bath header against the Bar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was one of their more creative nil nils yeah. out of the. You can't blame Wolves. You could see, we, in a sense of you could see Wolves were trying to create chances yeah, and I mean, actually had chances against, in goal. We were yeah. trying, but it's just there's still there's still no creativity on the pitch. Mm. Uh, one main creative outlet is McDonald, who isn't going to play anymore for us. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, no one else on the pitch. Jack Price does have an element of creativity about him, but not to the yeah. what McDonald's doing yeah, yeah. or has done, and that's. That's where our main problems in their lie, the fact that their strikers aren't getting enough chances. But, yeah. but this game, Rotherham, was one where we actually did manage to at least like, create Correct. four or five yeah. I some mean, chances. That, again, I mean, who have we played in this 0-0 run? So we had Birmingham, which is a local derby. Um, they're very sound defensive. Yeah. It was never going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. We played Ipswich, who were um, you know, managed by Mick McCarthy. We know how they like to play, and they are a solid defensive unit. Blackburn, you dull. could dull. <laughs> yeah. You know they're boring. Um, you're not going to get a lot of goals out of them either. Rotherham, they're in decent form, and it is because you know it's the lack of goals. And if all of those games were one-one, mm. two-all, nil-nil, and whatever, and sort of a bit varied. I don't think as many people we wouldn't be so annoyed. So on paper, not bad results. Not a bad result. Yeah, <laughs> a draw's a That's draw. That's what we're saying. A draw's a draw. Um, and also, these team are no record breakers. Yeah. But they was it home nil nil draws yeah. in a row. Yeah. Which is something. Put it to the history I books. I did think um, Des Landis had he. It was I think the first chance he was involved in where the ball came across goal. And I think Mason flicked it on, and he was essentially Des Landis should have been was where sort of. 
a left winger should have been. And I kind of thought, has Jacket essentially stalled as a manager because he's now lost the the main sort of driving force in the team, which was Sacco, mm. who would have been in that position and would have probably scored. And he, it's easy to forget how much Sacco could really just drive us forward as a team. And the same with Stearman, who we've both, and we've lost both players mm. this season. And now we look like it will take us forever and a day to actually physically get at the football pitch. Well, he started playing quite narrow in pre-season, didn't he? He was almost trying to completely change the formation. Almost, perhaps, he felt that we weren't ever going to get some kind of replacement like Saka, so we've got to try and play now a completely new system mm. because we haven't got a player like Saka to play the system that we play best in, yeah. if that makes sense. But he's not always fully committed to that, has he? No. He's sort of gone, well, I'll do that. I'm not going to get a like-for-like replacement, which is going to be hard, and you know, it requires a good level of scouting mm. and money. Neither of which we really have. Um, but it just feels odd that we had James Henry, who's a right winger, playing on the left, and Bright um, and Ocker Hare on the right, who's a striker. And for me, it just would make a lot more sense just to have James Henry on the right. Mm. I don't see a point of playing two players out of position when we could have just essentially have played one. Um, I don't know. It, it's, the, it's the Kenny Jackie Tom Bowler again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Pulls a position out and then pulls a player out for Tom Bowler. Yeah. But there were some good performances in that yeah. team. Um, I thought I also had probably his best game. I mm. thought he didn't put a foot wrong for me. Um, Rumour of a £3 million bid from Palace for really? this week, yeah. Mm. I think we can get That's a low bid, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's testing the waters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he had a really good game when I can. I was interested to see how he play at centre back, just because I know he played very against Hull, but he hasn't had many games at professional level at centre half, which is apparently mm. his position. Yeah. And his development's not stalled, but he hasn't hit the heights of last season. Fans are starting to get on his back a bit more. And seeing at centre half, he just looked a completely different player. Mm. He didn't look like someone who was struggling to get down the wing as much, someone who couldn't cross the ball for love nor money. Ball at his feet, he was perfect. He was still driving forward and he was still eating up the yards when he needed to. But defensively, wasn't losing out, didn't lose out on headers, winning the ball comfortably. It'd be interesting to see what Jackie does next year when he has uh, mm. Bath to continue to contend with in the centre as well. And Williamson sh- should be back by mm. then as well. And um, also Hawes as well. Yeah, you know. yeah and Hawes. Will he go for... I mean, a lot of people might say, why don't we go for Iorfa and Horse in the middle? Yeah. And then you'll have Doherty, uh, right wing, in, right wing, right back, and then Deslandes or whoever else you may choose well, to bring yeah, in. I mean, for Deslandes had a solid game. Yeah. I mean... He rates him really high, doesn't again, he? Again, I, I, I felt he was very unlucky not to score. Yeah, I mean, it's one yeah, right of a death. He timed his run really mm. well. It's a shame. It was just the wrong side of the post. He needs a decent play in front of him mm. to, uh, you know... Um, Helan wasn't probably that player. I don't think James Henry in front of him really did a lot. But if we had a natural left winger there in front of him who he could actually work on a partnership out of Goldborn and Sacco, yeah. he, he could be a really promising player at this level. And he's still, mm. is he what, 19? 19, I think, you know. I think uh, we mentioned on the podcast last week that with Williamson, if, if people, are, fans are calling for all the kids to be playing now, will it go again? What, how will fans react next season if Williamson starting every week? Yeah, it's it's quite odd. If mm. I just think it's quite an odd thing of 
will people actually want Williamson in the side next season when they've got possibly Joe or for the horse well, in the middle? He had a lot of credit in the bank, didn't he? Because we kept two or three clean sheets when he, when he played. Mm-hmm. Then that that credit's probably long since run out now that we signed him and we just we won't see him until yeah. next year. So if I, I offer to play well at centre half if he continues to play there for the next two games. Mm-hmm. And then into pre-season, he seems that's where he seems to be. You could see the fans' uh, opinion turn to say, "Well, actually, Williamson, we don't, we wouldn't be bothered about not seeing him start. We'd rather see uh, two young centre halves." Hopefully, it means there's a bit play. more rotation in that um, in those four players. And sort of last season, it was very much Bart and Stearman mm. for basically every game, bar I don't know three or four, uh, due to injuries. So, you know, we've got players who, you know, Williamson isn't going to be able to play every game, I doubt. Someone like Halls and I offer, probably you're going to want to take in an outside. Um, you know, Danny Bart will probably be the regular fixture. It, um, like obviously, I often horse with the long term options, mm. Williamson isn't. So, perhaps now, depending on how bad his injury ongoing injuries are, he could be the mentor to, mm. yeah. to horse and I offer going forward. Almost like the Sam Ricketts of like yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it really bad that um, post-game I had a bit of a, bit of a smug face when I saw it was nil-nil and we'd play Bright and Mason and neither had scored? A little bit. Mm. I think... <laughs> <laughs> My kind of thing is it's like a lot of people get on the back of uh, Siggy. Mm. Fair enough. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. Hasn't scored in four months. <laughs> no. As a when he's been back. Yeah, I've got my thing. I've got my own thoughts on that, but it doesn't matter if we're playing Sigurdsson, Mason, mm. Lafondra. We keep playing the same style, which is just lumping yeah. them up, and they're isolated. And you know, we spent a lot of money on Mason to play a tactic that doesn't work for mm. him. We spent money and time on uh, Siggy to get him fit. Mm. And then we don't play a style that suits him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, y- you can only ask so much of a player. Yeah. And, I, 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 and again, I said I felt sorry for Bright because yeah, you, why is he playing? Is it on the left wing? Yeah. You're not going to. I think it's wrong. I think it's. I don't think I don't entirely agree with the fans getting on Siggy's back yeah. because he hasn't scored because. Mm. What, who their strikers are. He's yeah. not exactly had loads of chances and fluffed them. Mm. He's not. Yeah. He's only been you, playing since January when he yeah, came back. You can't. I don't think you can question his work right? His touch isn't as good no, as what it used no, to be. Yeah, no, but you know he needs a full, intense preseason as well. It's as simple as that. I mean, you have Lavandre who scored. How many goals scored? Three? I'm say two. I'm going to. I mean, I might be generous by saying three. So he's yeah. scored two <laughs> or three all season long. You've got yeah. Mason who's only he's scored two since mm. uh, January. All right, Sigurdsson's not scored, but he's only been playing since January. Mm. Um, I just think, what's the point in singling him out mm. for criticism when clear, clearly it's it's what's going on behind him, which is in the creative yeah. department. I, I think the because I think I've, I've tried to say this every week that um, no, then there's been games that Siggy's player. I thought oh, he's just not. He's he's not the yeah. horses today, and he will be gone in the summer. It kind of doesn't matter who's playing. No one's scoring. So yeah. why is one player getting the it's brunt all, of the, con- the hate? It's all the context, isn't it? So. If Siggy misses a chance, he's a lump. He's a donkey. Yeah. Mason misses a chance. Oh, he's getting in amongst it, isn't he? He's being mismanaged. Yeah, Mason. Yeah. You know, he misses a chance. But if Siggy misses a chance, he's the worst player in the world. Mm. Mason's a new guy. He's still got 
yeah. time on this like yeah. credit in the bank you know, where he's that's... been here for four years almost yeah. and we all we all know apparently that he's no good and doesn't score goals yeah. so he doesn't have any patience with him well, I, I agree with that it's yeah. what he is all around the context of the play but don't worry everyone he will be gone in the summer don't worry <laughs> We're we gonna have like a massive Siggy leaving party. We're gonna have like a funeral, I think. Yeah. Well, black on <laughs> black on the day. Yeah. Um, did anyone notice Greg Halford's little skill in the first half? Yeah. Where he, seemed to where get he did about three Maradona turns or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I thought if he scores this, in oh, fairness, God. it would have been a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd have been in the South Bank out yeah. celebrating. He would have done an Adebayor yeah. around the yeah. whole pitch. Um, I don't know if anyone else also noticed in the second half, Doherty had a, sh- had a good build-up play. Doherty had a, a long-range shot, skied it. And although I could only Jed- see the back of Jed Wallace's head, oh, I really? could tell he was going absolutely ballistic. Well, he went Jose. absolutely yeah. postal. That was that's right in front of me, I've, down my end. And he he was still shouting at him after they'd taken the goal <laughs> kick and yeah. they'd moved on. But I could, see his, like, I could see his neck was bright red. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. is he saying? Yeah. I, the thing is, I'm not even sure if Jed Wallace was in a decent <laughs> position to get the ball back. I yeah. can't even remember that part. I thought he had a decent little cameo coming mm. on. He did, yeah, um, some really nice, yeah. nice passes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's obviously keen to impress him because yeah. um, he feels that he wants to try and nail down the position for, him, for himself. Yeah, well, and he, wants he, to be you, know, you, look, you look at the team and essentially every position's up, up for grabs, bar probably right back where it's going to be either Doherty or Orther. Goalkeeping, goalkeeper, you'd argue that he isn't completely happy with Akimi because he got Martinez in. Yeah. Left back, will we go for someone more experienced? Defenders, you know, it's four we can choose from. The midfield, we feel it's a free for all. It's all yeah, about, exactly. Yeah. Any, anyone can go for it. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, so all in all, gentlemen, uh, a nil-nil again. We've got one more home game to go. Can we make it the Magic Five? I hope so. The Magic Five. Half of me really wants it to be nil-nil. <laughs> Where just, just so the booze will be even louder at the end yeah. of the game. <laughs> Season tickets on the pitch. <laughs> and just here like come la- the pretzels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like a, missing a last-minute penalty or something as well. Just something yeah. that gives you a bit of hope. And then, nah, we'll just... And then when, when Wolves do finally score a goal next season, it'll be, oh, this is the first time Wolves have scored, scored a goal since March. Month. Yeah. We, what should we do... Um, I saw it on, I think it was on the internet or something. That I, I can't remember what part of the world it was in, but some team hadn't scored for ages and all the fans behind the goal With the arrows, brought loads of arrows yeah. <laughs> pointing the to the goal. It seems quite a Germanic uh, Bundesliga it, thing to do, doesn't it? it? It does seem something that they would do. So maybe um, yeah. get us a, uh, a job lot of arrows in and yeah. just meditate on the same thing. Do you think that, was, that's not going to ask only a well supply Wolves fans with uh, a <laughs> cob? Do you think if we do score at home on the last day of the season? That people won't actually cheer. They'll just there'll be a mass ironic cheer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Which I don't think I've ever I would have ever yeah. heard of mine before. Because even the first half, after ten minutes, Henry had that shot it was quite tame, but it went on target. There was a massive ironic yeah. cheer. I'm not sure how I feel about that to be honest. Like it's just a gallows for you and there, isn't yeah. it? Because with that, oh. it's, it's that it's that dull and that bad. That's all we've got to yeah. laugh at ourselves. <laughs> So we're going to preview uh, the final away game of the season, gentlemen. It's sold out Forest away. Uh, and I believe Forest won 3-1 away at Fulham at the weekend, if I'm not it's mistaken. Sold it's sold out. It's the last away game of the season, isn't it? We've, I know that the allocation we've got is a hell of a lot smaller than we've got in recent years. Ah, right. Uh, but uh, Forest, whether it makes any difference where they're on the table at the moment, uh, 17th, 51 points, only three points behind us. So they could um, obviously... 
they could actually eclipse us. They could go, move up quite a few spaces uh, if they if they uh, get the win against us the weekend. Wolves 14th at the moment with 54 points. Uh, if results all went our way, the highest position Wolves can now get this season is 10th. Yeah. Ruddy 10th, everyone. Top 10. That's what Jacket will say. Yeah. on Jacket. Top that's 10 finish. Slightly above average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they went through They went through a, uh, quite a good run at one point this season. Yeah. Forest. They didn't lose for ages. And now, I don't think they've won, they won, they won for ages. Yeah, they yeah. did a Forest, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. So how would you rate this season, Jacket? Top 10 finish. But what finish? <laughs> top, top 10? Top 10 finish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they haven't got Dougie Freeman, of course. He's no longer their manager. They got rid of him quite. Um, not, I, I would say early on in this this kind of late bit of the window. Yeah. They're obviously one of the teams who were looking for a, a new manager in the season. Um, I'm going to say team, but what, would you try and use the same team again that started on Saturday against Rotherham? Would you perhaps no. try and give Connor Hunt a chance? Would, I, you, I, would you play Sigi? I've got people I, just throwing their I, phones I, at yeah. <laughs> Shut up! Stop talking about it. Um, I'll start from the Hunt one. Is not sure he's completely ready for first team action to start with. Yep. And I also don't think they'll play him on the left with Deslandis there. Okay. I don't think they'll have two inexperienced players playing on the same flank. Yeah, I agree. That's why they didn't play Deslandis at Holloway, didn't they? Because they had to play Helen. And they didn't want well. Yeah, that's my kind of thought. That, that's why I think Jacket's thought process is whether or not Hunt is actually available. I mean, they play under twenty-one football together, so it's not like they're not used to each other's game. Mm. Um, so I, I, I think that it'll be the same back five who started Rotherham. I think he might. I don't think we actually need to bring Price back in. To be fair, I think. I think. <gasps> Ooh, don't say that. Can you let? There'll be pitchforks at Ridge's house tomorrow. <laughs> Come at me. Before we get into smash my car, bro. Yeah, honestly, if you can tell me sort of what Savile and Cody did wrong on Saturday. They weren't Jack Price. Yes, That's what they did that wrong. Is it. That is it. You know, they're slightly unfashionable players. There's no beards on show. Yeah, two players. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm stumped actually. Yeah, <laughs> move on. No, but you know, I actually think that Savile and Cody are building a decent partnership. Yeah. I think they give each other a bit of balance. They just need to be a little bit more creative. But I think if you've got someone in front of them like Jed Wallace, I think that would work quite nicely. And you've actually got two almost sitting midfielders who can protect that back four. Um, so I almost don't feel the need to have. Jack Price judging on Saturday's mm. performance because he didn't come on, did he? No, no. So. Like, and we were creating chances, and we can be open, and we don't necessarily need him for every game. Um, you know, I, would play, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would drop Edwards, and I would, I would add Price in. Would you? See, I, I'd yeah. probably drop Edwards and bring Wallace in. If he's I would also bring Wallace in as yeah. well. I just wouldn't play Bright on like the wide yeah. left or wide no. right. I'd like to, see, I'd like to see Bright up front where he's essentially played in a couple of cup games and done really well because mm. that's when he looks great it's when he's in the centre of the park and he's on the half turn because mm. he's got that raw ability almost like someone like Ross Barkley do you know when he when he sort of bursts onto the scene he'd just be on the half turn and he would just drive and sort of cover mm. 30 yards in one go I think Bright's a player who wants to be in that position and I know he's young and he's very raw but that's where you want and there's no point in limiting him and sticking him out wide because all we're going to do is just mould him into a player he really isn't mm. and it's just going to stunt him so I'd like to see 
um, probably Wallace on it'll probably be Wallace and Henry on the wings yeah. and then sort of Bright and I think he'll bring Siggy back in because well, give him one back. more chance you think yeah. well I think with him being dropped on Saturday he doesn't tend to play three games in a row and they tend to just completely leave him out uh, I don't know I think he'll yeah, I think I, he, I, I think he, I think if he keeps Bright in, I think he'll keep Mason in as well. I think otherwise they might just keep Siggy up front. Well, talking about Siggy, oh. uh, when they, uh, it's not breaking news. Don't oh. worry, my heart would explode. Jacket <laughs> <laughs> um, was asked about Siggy's future again uh, this week, uh, and he said, uh, when asked the question, "Will we see him in the Wolf shirt again?" He said, "We'll see." I think for Bjorn, there's been a lot of effort there and a lot of application, but we haven't quite found the right combination along the front line. On Saturday, I wanted to look at other options. Henry in a more central role uh, so uh, was the one that I wanted to try as well. So right at present, I'm looking at other options. We'll see how the Forest and Sheffield Wednesday games go. Um, so last away game this season, gentlemen. Let's do predictions I was going to say, we haven't done honourable mentions for Forest players who used to play for Wolves. Let's do honourable mentions for Forest <laughs> players who used to play for Wolves. Uh, Mancier. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mancien and Doris De Vries. Yes. Who's a uh, uh, number one goalkeeper. The guy who must loathe the day signed for Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to call it the uh, De Vries-itis. Any player yeah. that signs for Wolves and immediately regrets it. Joe Mason, for one. I also um, like Nottingham Forest uh, number 25 because his name's Hobbs. Um, do I have an Evans or Price, actually? Not that I can see. Sorry, oh, yeah, of course they don't. It's not like there are other footballers called Evans or Price, even in the Wolves team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, for the final away game season, what's your gut tell you is Wednesday night, so we're calling this podcast for Forest v Wolves. I actually think we will win 1 0. 1 0 win. And the goal scorer? Are you going to place your pennies on? Siggy. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, the really bad cough there. It came, <laughs> out, as, came out as Siggy. Um, I actually think like, James Henry will score yeah. James Henry Rich 1-1 one, one, Dave Edwards Ooh. I think we're going to win Straight this I think we're going to win this I think we're going for a 2-1 2, one. two, two one. Three, goals. See three goals in the Man's yeah, game yeah. Yeah. You can see Wolves, Wolves are away <laughs> we can score away from home Wolves, all the yeah. pressure's <laughs> off um, I'm thinking Mason and Henry yeah I'll go for those to get their ducked and maybe Siggy own goal He'll get his goal, but it'll be the other side of the net. Do you not think? Oh like, God, like, that'll that, be so The so last good. game of the season, if he starts to score, I'm just going to score my own net, and I'll still get <laughs> yeah. a celebration I always plan to do. We've got nothing to play for. Or it's when, like, um, you know, after the game, and everyone's cleared out, he just comes out with the ball and just kicks him. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> right, it's time for the final part of the podcast, the bit that everyone just wants to listen to. It's Twitter Corner. So we ask you via the power of social media platform Twitter to send us your Wolves and non-Wolves questions in and we, the panellists on the podcast that week, will answer those questions. Gentlemen, we start Twitter calling this week via email. Someone's decided to be a bit uh, rebellious and post that question via another electronic format. It's from long-time listener all the way from Australia, uh, the Bald Book family. And if you're a long-time mm-hmm. listener of FanCast, you know that the Bald Book family like to play a game called I Think, where any time a FanCast pundit says I Think, they get a koala bear and they dunk it into a basketball hoop, into a bin, which has got none of our faces on, the most koalas wins the game. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Dave, come on. In the email, they do say that despite Luke Regan not being on for the last few weeks, he's still quite in the lead in the I Think game. 
but um, the Bulwark family uh, start off Twitter corner this week with another food question, gentlemen. Barbecues, gas or charcoal? Charcoal. I... <laughs> Don't you dare be controversial I'm, on this I'm one. a charcoal man. I'm charcoal all the yeah. way. What are you? I'm going to say the G word. <gasps> I have I have a gas bubble. No, I do get really I do get really cool for this by Good, my, my other half and her half the family because they don't believe uh, it's true <laughs> true barbecue if it's gas. They think it's you don't fine. Get, you don't get the the charcoal. Yeah, the yeah which is what, people keep telling everyone going. Exactly. If I just burn it more on the gas, then have you, know, you had it a, a, a charcoal barbecue before? Yes, I have. Is and it because of the whole cleaning process afterwards? Uh, no, no, well, the gas needs to like, clean as well, yeah. but the charcoal, people just incinerate it. I'm, I'm not averse to having a charcoal barbecue. There's always one. I feel a cook-off approaching after that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's anarchists like you, Adam, that are ruining society. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll go on to Twitter now. Tom Phillips says, who's better, Cody or Price? Oh, Ooh. that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Now, from a fan point of view, it's got to be Price, but from a footballing point of yeah. view... Um, oh, I, I'm going to say price. I'm going to go with price. Price, okay. Yeah. Rich. Technically, price. Yeah. But uh, I, I, when I said technically, I mean like actually, it is footballing ability. Ability. <laughs> Yeah, not like technically. However, in, no, in no, I think I think price has. I think he's technically the best footballer we've got in the squad. Yeah. In terms of being an actual player. I think Cody does offer you a lot in terms of his dynamism. And I think hopefully next season he can really push on again. Um, but I'm going to go Price. It's three, it's an, and it's yes from me for Price. Three yeses. Three He's through. He's through to a bit of camp. I love after saying, you know, I've voted for Play of the Year twice in a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Actually, no, I think Cody. Uh, Ryan Lester has said, what condiment best complements cheese on toast, red sauce, Worcestershire sauce, or mayonnaise? Why are you putting well, mayonnaise well, and cheese on toast? Is that if you're Welsh? Did, did, did you oh, is that a Welsh thing? Is it? Oh, oh, is that? Yeah. I thought you just ran out of options. Yeah. Plump for mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. What are you going for? Uh, can't, can't we add brown sauce, brown sauce or barbecue sauce? I have brown sauce in mind. I don't actually think. Think about it. When's the last time I ever had Worcester sauce? Worcester sauce. Kind of, maybe know. in a shepherd's yeah. pie just to yeah. give a bit of a kiss yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a little, 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 little culinary tip there Adam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be my new book coming out in a little Price's Kitchen coming out a little bit of Saturday Kitchen a little tip for you ladies and gentlemen I mean, James, Martin, James Martin's left so there, there is a vacant there is no, spot yeah. I expect to see the kind of tips on like a Sainsbury's advert why do you give your shepherd's pie a bit of a kick this weekend everything that I cook in there will contain Worcestershire sauce yeah. Um, um, well, no, I have brown sauce, yeah. to be fair, um, on my cheese on toast. Brown. I'm not usually someone to have a sauce with my cheese on toast, but it would be ketchup if it was. Uh, I'm going to go for brown. I'm going to agree with Adam okay. on the brown. Okay. Uh, our own, very own Luke Thompson has said, if you could have a dinner date with three Wolves Twitter people, who would you dine with and what pick would you submit to at Wolves Food? If you've not seen it on Twitter, at Wolves Food... Isn't it where people just decide to send their meals <laughs> to, to people? It's becoming quite know, a thing. I, I have to admit. I'm not fully sure how wolves related the food picks have to be, 
And I don't know why. Match day build up slash post. I think there could be any in uh, your team the week in in varieties. And I don't know why Luke Thompson still hasn't admitted that he's actually running that account. Yeah. um, (laughs) So, are there any Twitter personalities, gentlemen, that you would like to. Does he mean, uh, like, as in Wolves? I think he means people within the Wolves community. Is there anyone in particular in that Wolves community that you would think, you know what, I'd like to meet that person for real, not just their avatar? Their actual will, real person. Ooh. Is there anyone at all that can spring to mind? I mean, you've met Matt Murray, who I think would be a nice, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very um, nice guy. I would invite. How far back can we go with this? Is it current Twitter? I think you could. Be, I, th- I think Luke is suggesting more fans rather than players on this. I'm sure we can clarify, but yeah, as in like us who do us, this, or anyone on Twitter that you follow who may be a Wolves fan, you might be like, I might want to take them out for a meal, have a chat with them. Make them understand why my argument's better than theirs. <laughs> uh, if you're struggling, go with the wall. This feels player. like a really awkward go, way to ask someone out on a date. Yeah, go with the wall. <laughs> you just say, I'd, oh, I'd like to take it to Susie Perry for, <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for a wimpy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wimpy's still going. Yeah. Where, would you, oh, where would you find it? There's a wimpy in uh, ooh, somewhere in Cornwall. I know there is. Oh, I'll take it to Cornwall. There's probably one more local to Cornwall. <laughs> Tell us, nearest wimpy. Right, what would you do? Okay, well, what food, what meal would you submit to Wolves food? A wimpy. A wimpy. <laughs> wimpy. 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 What would you go for? Spag bowl. Spag bowl. Purely because it's the last thing I ate, which could have ended badly if I was. I would submit my cheese on toast with, uh, I'll be dangerous oh. with my Worcestershire sauce on yeah. the top of it. <laughs> no, you'd have two slices, one with, one without. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before and after. Yeah. Chicken stew. Oh, I will go for a winter dish. A winter dish. Ooh. I'd have chicken stew in the most hottest day of the year. <laughs> Honestly, I absolutely love it. Or um, a barbecue with charcoal because yeah, you know, just sprinkle some charcoal. You're on not it. Say, just give it a bit more. You're not, you're not the satanic, are you? Give you it a bit of a smoky taste yeah. to it. You're, you're, you're going to blast some gas over it. <laughs> yeah. uh, James Wynn's qu- uh, question is quite simple. Why are we not scoring at home? I think someone's put a voodoo curse on one of you. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Only explanation. Yeah, only explanation. The scoreboard. Which doctor know. needed <laughs> to come and sort us? I'm just going to blame Money Shop. <laughs> yeah, that's the standard thing to do at the minute, isn't it? Uh, Paul Berry has said, uh, is there anything we can blame uh, Wolves commentator uh, Mikey Burrows for? I like to blame him for... Um, my car. Sorry, no, that's mean. It wasn't him. Um, I'm going to blame Mikey Burrows for the recent Green Lantern film. Brian Reynolds. Ooh. I just think he ruined it. Is there anything you'd like to blame Wolves commentator, a single oh. 107 commentator, um, Mikey Burroughs for? Should we just blame the NHS on him? Yeah. <laughs> so Green Lantern, NHS. I managed to leave my shopping bags at home for a weekly shop this week. Yeah. So they're 5p now, and oh. you know, I like, lo- lo- you know, I don't want to waste extra money, and they're not as good. So you know, I've got some ni- nice, strong, sturdy bags that are going to take my shopping. <laughs> And I've forgotten, and you know, somehow that's Mikey's fault. Okay, good. good. <laughs> somehow. There we go. So, shopping bags, NHS, and Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. It's all your fault, <laughs> Mikey. Yeah. Can't make me a day feel a bit low key when you say the NHS. Him and Jeremy Hunt over. <laughs> Nick Perkins has said, Whatever happened to Isaac Okoronko? I can never say that right. Okoronko? I'm sure I mentioned about him last season. He's, um, is he still in Russia? I've no idea. But we did find out at the weekend that Neil Collins plays uh, with former protégé and the new Pelé, Freddie Adu, at Tem- Tampa, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Tampa Bay Rowdies. Freddie Adu. Ah, yeah. He was great for me in Football Manager years ago. Isaac <laughs> um is playing for FC uh, Rostov in Russia. 
There we go. He's, he's really seven, and that has got to be a lie. I think he must have got. Did he go to Russia or Ukraine after he left us? He's obviously made that part of the world his home, hasn't he? I heard a rumour that he stuck around Wolverhampton for quite a while and he did a degree. <laughs> Honestly, that was a true uh, bona fide rumour uh, that he did a degree really? at University of Wolverhampton. Well, Come on, just, just no. pop him back. Do you still need me? No, no, no. no? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go again. <laughs> Through the power of the internet, I can tell you that after he got released from Wolves in 2004, mm-hmm. he didn't play for another club until 2005, which was... Oh, this is going to end badly. Elania um, uh, Vladikovska. Oh, um, for a year. Then, in 2006, he played for a team just referred to as Moscow. He just turned up in Moscow. And then... <laughs> oh, no, he's... Uh, no, he's finished playing now. I'll tell her completely. Oh, um, he finished playing three years ago for Rostov. Is this Wikipedia by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. He must yeah. be back in Wolverhampton then somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> then. Um, next question from Dan Preston. Should Kenny Jackett's voice be recorded and used to induce babies into a deep and peaceful night's sleep? Discuss. Well, well, Dave, you, you can try this out soon, can't you, yeah, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you're actually in a perfect position to use your uh, first board as a test trial for this. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> turn, I'll t- turn to Crane and go, Kenny, I need a bit of help here. Can you just help me out? Help me oh. out. Yeah. I've always felt hard. <laughs> that's, that's my best King Jack impression. Cheers, Kenny, thanks. What a treat. <laughs> what a treat. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> um, next question, Ryan Lester again. Pick of the pickles. Mm. Pickled egg, pickled onion... Or pickled gherkin. Can I go for okay. none? I was going to say, I'm not a big fan of pickled food. No. No. I'm... No. 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 Not for me either. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I think it... Yeah. But hang on, I will go with pickled onion, because isn't that a flavour of crisps, which I'm sure I may have had once or twice in, yeah. over my 32 years of existence. I'm, I'm sure pickled onion won the Richard Osman World Cup of Crisps recently on Twitter, didn't yeah. it? Did it? Yeah. It, did. Yeah, it did, I know, it's a travesty. Flaming Hot Monster Munch should be the winner of that. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, who is a fan of old school PlayStation 1 video games? Everyone. I raise my hand. Yeah. Raise my hand. <laughs> if you're not, you're getting me out of here. Well, John Cannon has got the question for you, Adam. Spyro the Dragon or Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah, classic Crash. Done. Yeah. Well, that, that, that was quick. That was. <laughs> See, Spyro feels more like say more say like a Sega Dreamcast for me. I don't know why. Was Spyro on PS One? It was, but I can't more associate it with Sega and um, I don't know. I thought they were going for like Mortal Kombat versus Tekken or something. Ooh. Mario sixty four versus uh, Legend of Zelda. Oh, oh Mario sixty four easily. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Don't even need to say the other one. I can't come to it to that. I didn't have a N64. Yes, oh, it was great. One of the best consoles I've, ever. I just played it around other people's houses. Just played GoldenEye. Under oh, that, now that was a good that game. That is the greatest game of all <laughs> yeah. time, GoldenEye. Hands down. Hands I, down. Went, I went to a stag do uh, a couple of years, uh, was it two years ago in Cardiff and I think it was the brew dog bar in Cardiff and yeah. down, downstairs mm. bit they just had a TV set up, two armchairs and, and then 64 guns. Oh, that sounds great. Downstairs. Yeah, like the ultimate. I mean, we had to, like, that nearly dominated the night out. <laughs> I was going to say, I why would you go anywhere else? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Golden Eye. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. Um, I've got yeah. the Golden Gun. <laughs> you would stop oh, it. It's, just, yeah, it's just, game over. It's the game that basically spawned all the games that we know yeah. now. Like, I was going to say, younger people listening to this, you do not know what you've missed out on not playing Golden Eye. Yeah. If you think that, oh, Call of Duty is great, or Halo. If you spend all your time it on is. Call of Duty Online, you have to thank Goldeneye for that. Yeah. <laughs> that is what why uh, Call of Duty exists. Um, Sam Doty, 
uh, said. If Any you... relation to Matt? Um, I've no idea. They <laughs> <laughs> um, said, if you could, o- if you could only go drinking with one Wolves player for the rest of your life, who would it be, and why? So we can only Bobby go drink- Johnson. Classic. <laughs> no, it's a standard right. answer. Oh. If you could go um, <coughs> drinking with one more player, one Wolves player for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? Current Wolves players. Let's go for current. Current Wolves players. players. I'm going to go for uh, Nuadiko. Just seems like a really lovable scamp that you'd want yeah. to go for a drink with. Imagine James said we'd be in good fun on the night. You know, I'd say Dave Edwards, but I think he's. I don't know, but he seems like someone who might be a bit teetotal. Yeah. I'd go for Dave <laughs> Edwards because he'd be designated driver. And I would yes. just get hammered every event, every social occasion I went to. <laughs> Adam, any player you, you would drink with for the rest of your life for Wolves at the current squad? I mean, Jack Price is an obvious one, of course, because everyone loves Jack it, Price. I think it would be funny if he was yeah. like having a ale or something and he got the foam around his beard. I'll probably say, yeah. Oh, Jack, you've got something in your beard. <laughs> I'll probably say, yeah, ca- yeah. say Carla Kimi because he would definitely get me out of trouble if my mouth <laughs> yeah. got me into trouble. I was going to say, you knocked into someone at a bar and spilled their drink. I'll be spilling everyone's <laughs> pints, but not Carla Kimi with me. <laughs> um, Dave Evans. This, there is someone called Dave Evans who just tweeted in. What, is this, is this your own tweet that you've sent in? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, is this Devon's 87? It is. <laughs> uh, Dave Evans, uh, I need to meet this guy actually, um, has tweeted, how much wood would a woodchuck work if a woodchuck could work? Yeah. <laughs> we you know what I meant. We can, we can edit. Can you say that, Adam? No, I can't. Rich? How much wood can a woodchuck work? How much wood would a woodchuck could chuck wood? There we go. There we go. Done. Oh, oh, I can't do it. Oh, oh. <laughs> End that bit out. <laughs> Um, and then final Twitter corner question. I'll, I'll throw in the final one uh, to celebrate the fact that um, Captain America three, which um, Winter Soldier, Civil War is out this Friday, uh, which I'm very excited about. Um, if you had two faction teams of, let's say, Team Bart and Team Price, who would be on their team? Okay. In a Wolves type Civil War, do 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 do, Captain America Civil War out this Friday. So who'd be on Team Bart and who'd be on Team Price? I reckon. I think you're looking at the partnerships, aren't you? So yeah. I'd think McDonald's would have, Price. Yeah, I reckon the defenders would stick with Bart. So I reckon yeah. he's probably quite close with Wars and I offer. Mm. And I reckon they'll they be, you know would Bart be Captain America or would he be Iron Man in this? Ooh. That's interesting. That's yeah. I think Bart would be the Captain America. Yeah, because he's the captain. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. So be the Captain America, yeah. Bart um, Price would be Iron Man. So we're saying Horse and I offer on Team Bart. Yeah. I saw like McDonald and Henry. McDonald and Henry prices. on price. Yeah, yeah. Any controversy? You've got to throw in one I controversial think, one for each side. Reckon, you, you wouldn't expect that. I'd be interested to see which side um, Dave Edwards ends up on. That would be interesting. I think he'd That'd be, be, be the, yeah. between those two, wouldn't it? He'd be the Black Widow, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Edwards would be we, the Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. We, we are about to show a real level of uh, Marvel nerdism here yeah. for anyone else. I reckon one of the young lads would have to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, anyway. Probably. Oh, they know it now. It's in the trailer. I was going to say, if, if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't been religiously watching all the new trailer breakdowns. <laughs> I reckon Matt Doherty would be on, uh, I reckon even though he's a defender, I reckon he'd be on Team Price. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that as yeah. well. I, I, yeah. I silently thought it. I didn't want to say it like, <laughs> yeah. just in case, but I think he'd be on there. Yeah. Anyone controversial for Team Bart? Maybe Dicko. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, okay, I can see it, I can see it. Or Ziggy. Or Ziggy.
No, no. Ziggy would be the guy that get killed in the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. Ziggy would be. He'd be, um, yeah, he'd be the trigger point that so, starts so, off the civil war. Yeah, um, he'd be the he'd be the Connecticut moment. I think it's Connecticut. I can't remember. There's a key sighting incident into why there's a massive fraction into civil war. I'll just be quiet. And leave my conversation. <laughs> no, I'm there. loving it. <laughs> the so is it sort of like the Sovakia Accords in in this film version? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know my Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're saying team by. I think at the moment Molyneux would be the um, would be the pri- the big prism of which I the raft. I think it is. Oh, that's yeah. too far for me now. It's it's in the trailers. You know that thing that comes up under underwater. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, be so good. we're saying team bar would be I offer horse, uh, Dicko and uh, Williamson. Yeah, we'll put him in there. Yeah. That is a uh, hard line. Yes, yeah. and Price's team would be McDonald, uh, Henry, Doherty, and I'll just stick Bright in there. Just Bright. Yeah, just <laughs> Bright. Bright can be Spider-Man. That's fine. Why don't you let us know in a, in a big fight who would win that Team Bart versus Team Price? Then go watch Captain America: Civil War <laughs> this Friday in cinemas uh, nationwide. Me, yeah. Check your local cinema for uh, listings. listings, of course. Um, Do you guys mind to phone up the cinema and hear for? Um, timings for it. No. Was that just at the one in Telford? I think. I, I have a vivid memory of having to ring up the UCI, which is now the Odeon, and it was like to hear the lit timings for so and so. Save your film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I have a personal plea as well for people who may go to the cinema in Telford. I'm having a massive argument with a, uh, a guy at work about which one is better, the Cineworld or yeah. the Odeon at I Telford. Go, I go to the Odeon. Thank you. Because it's The Odeon is far it's, better. It's about 60% cheaper to start yeah. with. And there's barely anyone there. Yeah. And you can book <laughs> VIP seats where you can basically lie down for half pounds. the price of a normal Cineworld it's ticket. Like, I like don't six... see why this even on, but this guy's telling me that... Oh, Where's the debate? Oh, basically, Cineworld's better. It's all about shut yeah. up. Yeah. So if you do go, please, so yeah. I can at least rub it into his face. Look how many random Twitter people are telling me that I'm right. <laughs> In your face. I, I'm just loving the idea of David Will going, see, see. Willie Esther agrees with me. Yeah. I'm up to 40 people now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors at Opera Create. If you're looking for a new website or website solution, check them out at operacreate.com. Follow us on social media all week. Twitter at WGFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast, Instagram Wolves underscore Fancast, and you can email us Wolves Football Fancast at gmail.com. And we'll be back at some point in the future to talk more things about Wolves. So, for this week, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Adam. Goodbye. It's bye from me. See you next time. <laughs>